Hey, what's up, everyone? Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Alt Hub. My name is Katsu, and I have here with me my co-host Carlos, my fellow Papsilog. So yeah,、uh, this is our third episode already. And if you're new to the show, thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't heard our previous episodes yet, then feel free to check them out here on Anchor. Or follow the links to our other platforms. We're also on、uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, Radio Public, etc. And、um, I think we also have our、uh, official Twitter account now. We post the links to our episodes there. So、uh, find us on Twitter at Althub Podcast, capital A, capital H, capital P. So.、Um, Last episode was our kickoff to the month of Pride, and we're now on our second week. We hope you're stoked for tonight's episode, because tonight things take a turn for the naughty. So,、um, Carlos, what do we have in store for our listeners tonight? Well, since we're talking about being naughty,、uh, we're <laughs> going to be talking about sex and safety. We're gonna、oh, be chatting、important. all about、uh, the things that are hot and steamy, even though you know we're still in GCQ and we're still limited in our movement. And as、mm-hmm. we delve into the world of kinks, we also invited、Exciting. today a special guest、uh, who will be featuring and giving some insights into their own kinks and fetishes.、Um, and later, we will try to ask some tips on how to maneuver through our sequestered sex life. As we slow, slowly settle into this new normal, so are you excited? I'm really excited for、I、this、am. episode. I am. I'm really excited. <laughs> so let's get into it. I'm sure almost all of the listeners, or at least like a lot of people, are familiar with the term kink, especially since you know it's. It's it's a word that's gotten more popular over the recent years, you know, and、um, we just thought that it'd be a cool topic to、uh, include with our Pride-themed series of episodes for June because, you know,、um, as we celebrate LGBT people, you know, LGBT plus,、um, you know that, you know, with kink, it's something that. Is inevitably like connected to queer life, you know, because、um, you know, kink it deals with、um, sexual acts that are considered like not part of the mainstream, and a lot of like queer culture is also something that's considered as you know not mainstream behavior. You know? So、um, we wanted to be able to talk more about it. And you know, it's a, it's always a fun topic. You know, p- gets people riled up, deba, when it's about sex and like sexual deviancy, naughty stuff. It's, it's my favorite topic as well, personally. How about you, Carlo? Well, parang parang toto na. Pero I'm actually I'm actually curious because parang、mm-hmm. I've been hearing around、uh, the, the the two words. Kings and fetishes. So, parang I don't know if interchangeable basila. If one thing leads to another or vice versa, I just want. I I don't know. Maybe you're the better person to explain it. 
um, mm-hmm. do I have an idea about it? But I'd like to get to know what is the distinction between the two and if there are any distinctions. Well, um, there actually is. Um, kink and fetish. Mm. So, you're right. It is something that is often used interchangeably. And to be honest, like, hindi naman super big deal to use them interchangeably when you're just like conversing with um, other people like if you're talking about stuff that you like to do in bed or stuff that turns you on then it's not really a big deal siguro ano it's just gonna be important if you're gonna be talking about like from a psychological point of view or in your uh, if you're in like specific contexts or places where the distinction is important like if you're in the world of BDSM you know mga kinksters you're in munches you know and baka maging like it might raise some confusion but to set the record straight so um, kink versus fetish um, what I know is um The main thing that you have to remember is like the distinction between the two. A kink becomes a fetish once it's necessary for sexual arousal. That's sort of like the the main thing that differentiates them. Like if if some a kink is ane, basically something that turns you on as long as ano like it's something that turns you on that is considered like unconventional or like not a mainstream sexual act there's like ano eh, yeah there there's basically like three things that like three distinctions between a kink and a fetish when you talk about kink it's more about exploration and variety So like kalimbawa, um, you're a couple or like fubu kayo and like when you talk about stuff that you want to do to spice up the relationship, you know, then like that's talking about kinky, kinky sex, you know, like ano ba yung common na fetishes sa mga Pinoy? Usually ba it's like threesomes ganon or like spanking, di ba? Like stuff to stuff to spice up the sex life you know that's that's delving into kinky pero um kink is an umbrella term eh. like it that's ano, that's why i guess the confusion stems from ano like the way they overlap with each other basta kink is like kunyari kunyari ano ako i have a thing for shooters like I I don't know I I get aroused or mm-hmm. I feel like a certain sexual high mm-hmm. whenever my partner shoots like pag mataas yung pag ejaculate uh, um mataas or malayo yung pag ejaculate and he comes all over my body I'm like parang ah oh, parang I get this sexual high it's not necessarily a release you know I don't orgasm do it but it's just like wow so it's something it's something that turns you on like which part yeah. which part so about is it, it a king or is it a fetish which part about it but is what arouses you is it like yung coming or the fact that it shoots farther yung, yung it shoots farther 
na parang pag anlayo nung narating yung parang ah, will sarap. will you still be able to like have satisfying sex if ever na the other person is not a shooter um, that's a great question um i think yes kasi parang minsan if they are not the shooter i'm the shooter and i get satisfaction when i'm when I achieve like yung shooting uh, being a shooter eh what if ano like hindi oh, ka nag shoot walang like walang explosive orgasm na nangyari eh di hindi ka nasasatisfy I think oh hindi ako nasasatisfy oh really so is it a kink or is it a fetish I would I would li- baka yan. baka fetish if it's something that's necessary for like your satisfaction kasi ano eh like hmm. di ba most fetishes are kinks pero not all kinks are fetishes eh. Yung pagiging oh. yung pagiging requirement niya is what makes it a fetish. So bakit ano, you do have a, yeah, so you fetish. have a fetish for ano, like that sort of behavior yung yung the, the act of like an explosive orgasm. There's actually ano eh, like different categories of like fetishes. I think yung sayo is siguro sa like the kind of fetishes that's focused on like behavior or like acts kasi ano eh like fetishes can involve either inanimate objects like for example you have a fetish for people with glasses or uh, kailangan na high heels yung tao for you to be aroused those those kinds of fetishes are called form fetishes and they can also be Um, like you can also have fetishes that involves like specific materials like leather, yung mga like sa BDSM, yung mahilig sa mga yung mga oh, leather, yeah. like attire, silk, vinyl, or like yung wearing jock straps and stuff. Those are more of like media fetishes. Tapos meron naman I, I don't know I forgot the term pero fetishes can also revolve around specific body parts like yung ano ba common sa altar na nakikita feet is common we actually haven't known oh, a lot of foot fetishists uh, sa Philippines well I personally haven't met a lot but I'm sure meron sa Pinas mm-hmm. ang common is like big boobs mga ganun feet ano pa ba sa gays ang common uh, yung body hair. body hair oh yeah yung treasure trail tapos yung armpit, mm-hmm. mga hairy armpit, ganon. tapos meron ding like sa that's concerned with specific types of partners or specific types of acts and behaviors. I guess to sum it up, parang let's use a kitchen analogy. if like when it comes to dessert, um, kinks are like um, chocolate chips, di ba? you can use chocolate chips, you can eat the, eat them on their own. You can like put them on ice cream or like cake para mas masarap. Pero like you can also yes. eat the chocolate chips on their own and you can also enjoy yes. eating dessert without the chocolate chips. Pero fetishes, uh-huh. it's like saying na I can only enjoy dessert if it's red velvet cake or ano kailangan red velvet flavor. If it's chocolate, I'm not I'm not going to enjoy it. I don't I don't want that dessert. So essentially, that's really what fetishes are, you know, uh, the 
object of your desire has to be present so that you can feel turned on and um that's actually the reason why you know fetishes compared to kinks can become quite problematic sometimes because you know that necessity of the thing that turns you on to be present it can be really disruptive for example um with how you interact with people or how you live your life or how you form relationships like uh You know, if you have an extreme foot fetish, right? You can become really selective with the people you date, or it could weird people out. Or if you have a really strong viewer fetish, um, the thing is, it's always important when you're engaging in kink. Um, there has to be consent, right? And um, without consent, then you know you're just being a peeping tom, and that's wrong. And um, other fetishes can also be quite dangerous because, like for example, it involves self-harm or like dangerous behavior, stuff like that. It can really be dangerous. Pedophilia, that's uh, dangerous. Uh, that's illegal. That's dangerous because kids can't consent, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, there's really something, you know, uh, where you should draw the line then, no? When it comes to fetishes. Lalo now, now when it concerns uh, agency of people. Because, katulad nga, nasabi mo na, pedophilia. Kasi, di ba, nagkaroon ng, I don't know kung nabasa mo yun, nagkaroon ng issue na the, some, uh, parang a community or a group of pedophiles were, were asking to be represented in the in the LGBT, di ba? Kasi parang, di ba, merong mga bears, merong mga twinks, merong mga uh, fairies, ganun. So, sabi nila parang, pedof- pedophiles should also be represented. That is wrong. Um, <laughs> no. Um, ter- the, the term that they're using is actually, ano eh, MAP, MAPS, uh, Minor Attracted Person. Mm-hmm. And then they even made their own flag for pedophiles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yun, that's, that's very, very problematic. There are also like fetishes na ne, like delves into self-harm or like you know yung scat in two girls in one cup you know yung hilig sa poop there are dangers that can be involved both ane kinks and fetishes um, they have like a psychological factor may psychological aspect yeah, talaga oh, Siguro ano, ano uh, the third distinction is ano with kinks it doesn't always have to be sexual in nature. Because uh, with fetishes it's like always about sex. It it deals with desire and arousal. With kinks, a lot of it is like it involves sexual stuff, but it can also be like a lifestyle thing. For example, a lot of the dynamics with doms and subs sa BDSM um, hindi necessary yung sex for it eh. interesting kasi parang you know I approached it na parang ah, okay it's something na uh, I, I've used interchangeably and then now na parang mas na, nalinawan na ako sa distinctions nila na yun nga as what I've told you a while ago 
my obsession with you know shooting either my partner shoots on me or i shoot on him or we both shoot on each other that's a fetish pala of yep. mine because yep. oh. it's like i thought i was loosely using the terms but i'm making kako for this i'm a fetish for this yung pala fetish talaga hindi siya king fetish pala talaga siya now that we've we've cleared uh what uh, the the distinctions are in terms of what a king and a fetish is we actually asked um our listeners to submit uh their entries of what their kings are Diba? So, I'd like to read some of the submissions. Okay. Um, one of our uh, listeners, um, his handle is uh, Lost Lost mm-hmm. Sefi. Lost Sefi. I don't know if I pronounced it correct, but Lost Sefi is his username. And his um, his submission of his king are... I think this is two parts. Uh, one is... Uh, flashing, semi-flashing, uh, semi-flashing. And uh, since he said he does it purposefully, and then people, parang nagsusort, nakakomando siya, lalabas siya, tapos uh, naka parang semi semi erect yung penis niya. And then, he walks through the street, ganyan, through a convenience store. And then, uh, he makes people see it. Na parang, pag lalo niya nakita, pag nakita ng mga tao, parang, oh, nakikita mo. Parang, hindi, hindi yung, hindi yung shame na parang, ay, nakikita nila. Okay. Ganun, so, may parang pagkano, it's like niya. exhibitionism. Pero, oo, parang ganun. Baka, yes. ano, kasi diba sabi niya se- semi-flashing kasi hindi niya naman whip uh, out yung, yung dick niya it's more oh, of like the feeling na he has no underwear tapos parang baka na- nahalata ng tao if like yung bakat or ano that's interesting um first time I've heard about that although I do I, I do think na no it's like under the exhibitionism territory there's different ano kasi degrees of exhibitionism like di ba meron yung level na yung mga closet exhibitionists like they enjoy like yung sa mga nudes like showing people nudes or um, pero like sa altar di ba mahilig they like the feeling na nakikita na ibang tao yung nudes or exploits nila pero ano like naka cover naman yung identity nila and stuff there's like yes, people uh... who are exhibitionists pero Like they do it, they have sex in public or like really risky places. Pero ayon nilang mahuli sila. Like that's where the thrill comes from. It's like the thrill of being caught. Pero they don't want to be caught. And then meron naman yung gusto talaga nila may active audience, right? Like yung may nanonood sa kanila. Isa CR yeah. ganun. And then meron yung it's like being naked talaga like yung mga nudists or yung mga naturists yung they wanna be naked out in public or like out in nature like different ano like degrees or like different flavors of exhibitionism so yeah that's interesting yeah that's that's pretty much it um when it comes to kink and engaging in kink like we have to be careful kasi proper engagement in kink important talaga yung consent like it's not just consent to have sex the consent to see 
to be subjected to that's also a factor that people need to consider so like sa mga ganyan like ingat-ingat siya if ever like don't delve into like sexual harassment territory <laughs> okay like, there's a line there's a line yeah oh kasi maaring yun na ma-offend yung person na nakakita although it was not his intention or parang hindi wala sa isip niya it didn't cross his mind ganyan pero yun nga we have to really be yeah. as you said you have to really take extra precaution you have to also be extra sensitive to whoever will see it lalo na na see is the important word consent yun so what else yeah. um we have another submission um this is I believe from a woman um uh, her uh, submission uh, her username is abcb abcb uh, definitely not Alice in yung profile niya and she was talking about cuckolding I believe we talked about this um in a previous episode mm-hmm. uh, cuckolding kasi sabi niya I used to I, I used to think na cheating lang yon pero recently ko lang nalaman yung term na cuckolding and then cuckolding is letting your partner have sex with someone or vice versa extra horny points if the scene isn't staged or as in walking in your uh, walking in on your partner pleasuring someone else parang hindi those stage more like natural mm, yeah i i fully understand as a as a fan of cuckolding myself like i i get her king and yeah it's definitely not cheating if your partner consents to it it's not cheating if they're there to watch and payag naman sila you know all's fair and um yeah i remember that dm i remember asking then like which one of them was the cock you know yung hilig manood so siya yung mahilig uh-uh. na yung partner niya makitang makipagsex sa ibang tao that's that's cool ah okay yeah so cuckolding is the kink na Uh, you get turned on seeing your significant other have sex with other people. Anyway, ano ba? Uh, the third one is from... Uh, how do I pronounce this? Hello, Moonchild. Hello, Moonchild. Um, her submission is... Uh, she loves being bitten sa shoulders, man-held... And she has a breeding king. I also have the same kinks. Uh, I like biting and being bitten. And um, what was that? She loves being mangled. Man-handled. Ah, manhandled. Manhandled. So, parang she's a submissive. Tapos gusto niya ng like rough oh. play and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like. And she also likes. She also likes to be bread. Bread. Ah, cream pies. That's actually a really popular, ano. <laughs> Pero it isn't necessarily safe. Eh. I mean, it doesn't have. Laluna for the gay people, for gay. It doesn't people. have to, like, you don't have to do it. Like with kinks and fetishes, and well, I guess with kinks, like, there are degrees of doing things. So limbawa, you have a breeding kink. It doesn't have to end up mm-hmm. na you're gonna come inside them talaga. Sp- especially if you're like um, a woman kasi that's gonna result in pregnancy. It can just be like yung build up to it. Diba? Like, uh, gusto mo, like, 
gusto mong pabuntis, diba? I wanna have my babies, I'm gonna, like, just teasing them that you're gonna do it, that could be, like, enough. You don't have to actually physically come inside them. Tapos, like, when you, like, to some people, like, when you wear the condom, and then you come inside, naka-condom ka. It's parang sort of a pseudo-cream pie na din. So, basta remember, like, to be careful, you know. And then, um, that, that was our third submission. And, um, last na lang siguro, one of, uh, those who submit, she, her name is only Avi. I think she's a foreigner. Um, yeah. Uh, she said that, um, I love the solo act of peeing. Uh, it's really nice sensation and there's something liberating about peeing outside. Oh, so, in, it's, is it like a golden shower situation or? No, it's just like peeing outside. Ah, yung shalang solo. Ah, I see. Yeah. So is it more of an exhibitionism type of thing or? Yeah, parang ganun nga. So I guess. So it's like parang she wants to go outside now and then pee mm-hmm. alone. That's interesting. I've never come across that. Golden shower, I know. <laughs> Water sports. But I guess that's kind of different. Water sports. <laughs> I guess maybe the thrill is, aside from, you know, yung being outside. Because when you're peeing, there's this feeling of like being vulnerable then. And maybe that's a factor. Tapos syempre, di ba, like, masarap naman talaga yung feeling pag like nagpigil ka ng... Maybe that's it. I think... May taong ganun, yung... Hindi ba kegel? No, no, like, yung sasadyain nila na magpipigil sila na ihe. Like, mag-iipon sila ng ihe. They're gonna, like, purposely not pee and, like, save it up sa bladder so that, you know, mas ma- the release, the payoff will be, like, better. Kasi the sensation of peeing is kind of, like, pleasurable. Makakilikilig pa after. Like, there's, like, a shiver. I guess, like... That's interesting. Never heard that before. But yeah, I guess that can count. Alright, you know what? I've been scrolling also through Twitter. And I saw this interesting guy. Since we're talking about collaboration, we're talking about kings and that. I saw um, Uh one interesting user in Alter. His handle is Gio Galerski, if I pronounce it. Gio Galerski. Yeah. Mutual ko ba It's like, it's uh, like Galerski, okay. but it's Galerski. <laughs> Ay, ang diba? cute, diba? ang cute. Siya, diba? Pero yeah, I, Gio I stumbled upon him. And very interesting, kito, so diba, we're talking about kings. What about him caught your eye? Ba? Um, very interesting, because you know... Um, he has this thing for exhibitionism, and then um, he has a thing for parang mga briefs and jock straps and chastity chains, whatever. But you know, um, I'm only limited in what I can explain. So maybe he himself can introduce what his kinks are and what he is all about. And we're just so lucky that I'm so beautiful that I got him. <laughs> To to say yes for this collaboration. So let let us welcome. Iba talaga pag may cloud, oh, eh, no? <laughs> let us welcome Gio. Hi Gio. All right. Hi Gio. Welcome Hello. To the show. Thank you for inviting me. 
Oh, Gio, kamusta naman? <laughs> ano na nangyari sa'yo? How are you? How have you been? Well, I, it was a very busy day. I just got home from our clinic. Was doing mm-hmm. surgeries all day. Mm-hmm. How are you naman? How have you been coping with uh, ECQ? How's life been for you? Well, the first month was very boring because I'm not doing I was not doing anything and in the second month I was just drawing a lot of birds and fishes and well at this, and on the side I kept myself locked locked meaning locked in a chastity cage oh, oh for, for like since since March bayan na naka chastity cage ka I think I started around middle of April and then I ended last May 25. The control with this guy. Who has who has the key? Like paano mo na titis? Yeah, I have the key of course for medical emergencies or whatever or I have to adjust it. However, um, it's more of the discipline of trying to keep yourself locked. In ideal in an ideal setting, we have Um, we surrender the key to a key holder or a master or a dominant person while keeping another extra key just for the emergencies. I see. So you're a sub pala. And um, yun ba yung parang branding or yung the, the kind of alter account that you have uh, on Twitter? You've been like uh, centered on like BDSM or as a sub, yung Gio Galerski, is that your first account? Yeah, it's my sole alter account. I started out last 2016, all because I just wanted to join orgies. <laughs> so I started out making that um, alter account and then posting some photos. But then I, my alter account is has variable content. So hindi lang siya centered on like. BDSM and like being a sub. Yeah, I jump from one kink to another, and then join in, uh, put in some political opinions or whatnot, something like that. Oh, okay. So okay. basically, That's it's good. well, it's somehow fluid in a sense that it evolves eventually uh, over time. Yeah, basically that. Basically, it's like that. It's not necessarily a curated account that focuses on one thing. It just evolves oh, over okay. time. That's good. That's good. And um, even by in real life, parang open ka on like being a sub, or is it something that you can only freely express in alter yung mga kings mo? The kings. Well, somehow it becomes part of my life because I'm wearing it. The chastity cage. Yeah. So these kinks are something that you've already had even before, like creating your alter account. It's yes, actually. Na, na discover mo in your alter life. Yeah. develop. Uh, I think it was. I managed to actualize it because of alter. However, I w- I've been fantasizing it ever since I was in college. Oh. Because I, I like to read. I like to read that time. More more on reading rather than watching. 
So I stumbled upon this blog that focuses on chastity caging, edging, or the BDSM. And then it actually aroused me and somehow, uh, since then, I started fantasizing about it. And then thankfully, because of Alter, I stumbled upon some people who are into the same kinks. And I managed to uh, get a reach with uh kept in touch with them and then i attended an event wherein i was already exposed to the actual um events circling around bdsm and then you know ever since then it already evolved from there so gee what are those specific kinks that you are into exactly We'd love for you to share them with us. I know you have a lot of them. <laughs> so maybe you can tell us more and what got you into these kinks. Uh, basically back then, I was just reading on peep on guys getting tied up on the bed. So I guess this is the bondage part. Okay, getting um, tied up, spread eagle, and then the guy is edged again and again without... Um, having to go over to orgasm to achieve orgasm um about edging could you please explain a little bit more about what it is for the sake of our listeners who might be as vanilla as i am <laughs> and might not be familiar edging is basically bringing yourself at the point of no return and then doing it all over again and so basically, it's like prolonging or like delaying the orgasm, like keeping you on the edge, kanon. Uh, so that's bondage, and then somehow event, somehow I jumped into one blog talking about locking up the guy, which is already chastity caging. So the guy um, is locked up in his chastity, and he ha- he is. Um, he is ordered to do some tasks or he has to complete a certain period before he gets his reward which is probably not necessarily an orgasm but just a release or um, milking or whatever Uh, if you're not aware milking is somehow um, how do I describe this Uh, it's not necessarily ejaculation it's just a um, one way of trying to extract the seminal fluid from the guy without actually letting him experience orgasm, something like that. Orgasm. Yeah. Like a like a ruined orgasm. Yes, a ruined orgasm, something like that. You mentioned a while ago the thing about uh, chastity, chastity cages, and would you mind explaining what those things are? So bas- basically, my. There are a lot of chastity cages. You just imagine a cock ring that goes through your scrotum. And then there is a sleeve that go sleeve that co- that would cover your penis. And that sleeve would then be attached to the ring. Um, some pegs will be inserted through that through that attachment wherein the padlock would be um what do you call this would be replaced um easier to picture if you google search it cb6000 small 
Mm. And like the pur- it's a cage for your dick. But what's like the purpose of a chastity cage? Why wear one? Like what's it for? It reminds you that you are a submissive person. Mm. You are the submissive, and you are the slave, whatever. You're not entitled to your own pleasure. Ah, I see. So yun yun yung like purpose behind it. Yun yung idea behind it. I see. I didn't know that. You, you wanted to you wanted to um prevent yourself from jerking off too much. So that that becomes a um, preventive measure. It can be a preventive measure how depending on how you see it. You can also wear it because you don't uh, you wanted you wanted to uh, impress your master and then you wanted to submit your pleasure to your master like like you don't own your own orga- you don't own your orgasms basically it's submitting yourself how about because you know our dicks diba? sometimes we didn't control like when it's gonna get hard like what if you have morning wood diba? every morning or like there's a cold draft and you get harder like you come across porn so feed like how do you deal with that while wearing a chastity cage so you really have to test yourself listen to yourself first at the beginning to see if you can tolerate such pain now the signs that i check would be um if my dick is still functioning like i can still urinate or whatever or it can still get hard inside the cage because that would actually tell me that there's good circulation now sometimes uh sometimes the pain is just because the skin is is chafing exactly uh it's just chafing uh with the material inside uh, if that's the case then you just have to add lube but then again if you already see that the skin is pinkish already or reddish and then there are some lesions that's the time that you have to remove it like stop everything in in case of hygiene add advice that you should you should clean it at least every two days two to three days so i managed to explore chastity caging there and then afterwards would be um uh, i managed to explore um exhibitionism uh there was one time i was reading this blog wherein the locked guy was advised to strip off everything and then he has to walk from one one location to another without his clothes on and somehow that turned me on and then i wanted to i wanted to do that and wanted someone to actually order me to do that and then ever since then i was already challenging myself to hey um i'd, I'd go out at night middle of the night and then strip off and then run around but now you don't you, like don't, you don't usually from what i see in your timeline you don't usually do that all out naked you do that with an underwear but i already tried doing it naked but then again there is something about about underwear i think that's another fetish i think it's not a kink it's a fetish wherein you'd like to wear something that turns you on and then you do some you do an activity that involves it involves something 
Mm-hmm. And like, what places would like you exhibit yourself and like uh, streak naked? I have already tried running around our subdivision. Mm. Just in your subdivision, fully naked, toh, ah, fully naked. Yeah, I tried fully naked, but most of the time I just wear jock straps. Mm. And no one has ever caught you. Oh, <laughs> and that's part of the thrill, say exhibitionism. And right? I don't know. I don't. I'm, I, I don't share the same thing, cause so. Um, what are the? What have been the consequences? I mean, about people can see you, so and you get the thrill of it, but. Um, Oh, yeah. When people see you, do they like react to your family? Tell your family, oh, I've seen Gio do this, Gio do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, I haven't encountered that. Because the one time I was caught, it was the village guard. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Told him that it was a dare. He just uh, drove me back near, our, near my house. Actually, for other people, it would it would be a big bigger turn on if something happened. Well, if ever I come face to face with that, I don't think uh, it would be it would rival the the worst thing that happened to me. The the worst thing that happened to me. There was a camp play. I was doing it with a tie. I couldn't really understand him because he was Thai. But then again, the idea that I got from him was that he wanted to um, have fun wearing sexy underwear at that time. And then I got overdose. I was rushed to the hospital and of course everyone found out. Um, on a lighter note, w- what are like some of the most mem- memorable things man, or like the awesomest experiences that you've had engaging in kink whether it's like sex exhibitionism or as a sub any mga memorable exploits more like uh, hookups more so basically one 2019 was my prime year it was when i met trev he's the first one who he's the guy who introduced me to the world of bdsm and Help me actualize my fantasy. So basically, he invited me in this group BDSM session. So it was held in a condominium unit somewhere in Pasay. So, so basically, it's like an orgy but focuses on BDSM. That's where I managed to witness um, waxing. Like you, you light a candle and then the the wax dripping from the candle would drop on the Sub, sub sounding is there is a um probe i think a metal probe or a plastic probe something that will be inserted inside the urethra of the penis so i mean it's also not my king it's not my king yeah 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 it's not it's not for everyone but some people really like it to the point that i was actually invited to I was Trying. invited to put on a, uh, to insert a catheter on one guy. Okay, so there, there I managed to witness that and then some hardcore shibari. They, they made me try to tie some knots. It was hard. It, it's really a skill. 
And then that's where I managed to first try on a chastity cage. And then what else? Through chastity caging, I managed to develop other kinks. Oh, like, like it's because uh, it's like this. Uh, since you are deprived, I mean you're locked up. You are wired. Your brain is wired to to find another source of pleasure for yourself. I don't know. For some reason, I managed to enjoy golden showers. Okay. Also, um, to be clear, huh? like golden shower or um, piss play is like the term everyone knows. It is the uh, kink of uh, being urinated on or urinating on someone. Everything being on lockdown for the past few months, most of us have had to live in isolation, cut off from the outside world, and one of the things I'm sure has been a struggle for many people is the um, <laughs> the lack of action and the uh, sequestered sex life that we have now because of the pandemic. Now, lately there's been some controversy with the government easing restrictions and shifting to GCQ because, you know, it's still not safe to really open up the public with the lack of mass testing, etc. I was just wondering, uh, Gio, because, you know, even if it's not 100% safe to be out there, you know, some people are already trying to go out and hook up again. And it is pretty understandable because, you know, the lack of human connection and the dry spells, that's not easy for anyone. So I was just wondering if there were like um, extra extra precautions or ways that people can do to be more careful and like minimize the risks and dangers when they go out and, you know, hook up and get some action again. Mm -mm. To be frank, don't do it. <laughs> you know, but I mean, taking into consideration everything, if you really don't want to get sick, then don't do it. That's the, that's the best advice that I can give. However, of course, we have to be sex positive and then take into consideration that people, people would still do it anyway. We have to be realistic also that people would do it anyway. Yeah. My advice would be, you know, you just have to check on the person you're doing it with. First of all, I mean, is he healthy? Does he practice good hygiene, social distancing? Yung ganun, yung kaartehan sa katawan. Ika you know, uh, I saw this uh, meme on Facebook about like how to safely hook up during quarantine. And it had like uh, sex positions that you should do instead so that you can still maintain that one meter of like distance from your faces. And I just want to confirm if that's true. Like, is that scientifically accurate? Like, for example, if you do doggy style, right? Like, are there sexual positions that are somehow safer or. No, you'd, you'd be touching each other. You would be touching each other. You'd be kissing. So basically, basically, you are actually um, rendering yourself vulnerable through that action. So basically, I have to be honest, I did it 
like two weeks ago. <laughs> so basically, yun. So you have to know the person. I mean, does he work in the hospital? Is he a frontliner? And if he is a frontliner, does he get tested? Because he's a frontliner, he is dealing with other people who are prob- who probably carry the disease, the infection rather, the virus. And then he might have gotten it. And then if he tests, if he didn't get tested, then the risks are high by the, from then. So yun, you have to know the person, like what is he into, what is his work, what does he do on a daily basis, is he outside most of the time, like that. It's basic history taking in the, on the side of doctors, nurses. So you would have to do it also by yourself if you, if you really want to um, assume the risk that you're getting into. So there. So you have to know the person and then um, take a bath first. Obviously, I mean, we, we, some of us, some of the kinks, some people have kinks that they wanted a musky smell, they want the person to be sweaty or whatever. I mean, let's skip that first. Okay. Let's be a little bit vanilla for a moment. (laughs) With regards to like, yeah, like keeping clean and taking a bath, like I was wondering, and also just in case like anyone else is thinking about it as well, is, um, (laughs) is shower sex like a good alternative? Like, is it a safer way to hook up since, you know, you're doing the nasty and also like getting clean at the same time? Yeah, I mean, it's still... It's still intimacy, so you're still um, vulnerable at that time. I mean, you, you don't give yourself that false sense of security that since you're showering, you're, you're, you have soap as your lube. I don't know. That, that doesn't mean that you are secure. Don't give yourself that false sense of security. Basically, if, you're, if you wanted that intimacy, you really, you're really open you are vulnerable. You have to keep that in mind. And then you just have to um, assume it is a risky activity. And then, I don't know, probably you'll have to condition yourself to think that, okay, he he doesn't have symptoms. Okay, I did my part. I washed. And then he's not really, I mean, I'm not exposed that much. That person is not exposed that much. Okay, so maybe we don't have it. I don't know. It the odds would probably in, be in your favor. Then again, you'll never know. Because parang ane yun to to really parang in a nutshell, it's just like if you get intimate with someone, if you, at the moment you've broken social distance, you've rendered yourself and the other person vulnerable. Period. Ooh, there was also that um, article in the news that said that they found traces of COVID present in like semen, so it's now almost like a sexually transmitted disease even. And um, I was just wondering, like, in that case, would COVID also work the same way as like um, HIV in the sense that, like, you know, it would be 
it wouldn't be that huge a risk if it was just oral sex and like would it still be safe to like swallow <laughs> or like have facials is that still okay or it it's a novel virus so it's still under study so we really cannot cannot tell we really cannot tell i mean before actually getting that semen you 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 most likely already got it because he touched you because it's an intimate activity then you would have already inhaled some droplets from him so okay. so why would you even classify that as an std when you already got it already just because you inhaled his breath um if you really want to protect yourself then don't do it wait for Wait for a time that a vaccine is available, I don't know, or maybe a cure, an antiviral already is available so that it gets treated immediately, managed accordingly, something like that. But if you're a daredevil, dare, uh, horny daredevil, then you have to know your risks. You know, the lockdown situation, you know, a lot of facilities are closed or um, commuting to those places are like almost impossible so are there like alternatives that people can do to like stay up to date with their HIV status or like their maintenance with meds or like get themselves checked like with like STIs or routine checks sexual checks are there is there anything that they can do for that I believe that clinics are already opening. They never closed. For now, uh, telemedicine is already online, but I'm not sure which company is um, attending to those kind of consults. I mean, tele- telemedicine. This is like if you wanted to, if you. If you think that you caught an STI or something, you can seek consult through phone. Or I mean, um, it, I think it's a video call. And regarding test kits, like they're going to order shop online regarding test kits. Because these test kits, um, over time, uh, if, you, if, if people are um, not familiar, the test kits, they, it's like a pregnancy test wherein a line would appear, two lines would appear if you test positive. Now, these test kits would eventually uh, appear positive over a certain period. I'm actually trying to check out high precision because that's where I usually get tested. On my, on my side, I usually go to high precision to get myself tested. Now, uh, usually I get myself tested in those private clinics like High Precision because it's faster and then sometimes um, there are times that the results um, can be accessed online. I think my advice would be if you're really concerned right now, then probably set an appointment at the nearest clinic. Or if you manage to find someone who can go to you and then have and then perform rapid tests, I, I mean tests, on you then go ahead Alright guys, unfortunately that's all the time that we have for today. So to sum up, the things that you need to remember when approaching kink is consent. It is always important to um, 
know uh, the limits also with, of each other. And also when it comes to COVID-19, we should be proactive and really be careful nowadays. So we thank Gio for participating, for guesting in our podcast today. Thank you, Gio, for sharing your kinks, uh, for enlightening us more about your kinks. Thank you for sharing your knowledge when it comes to uh, COVID-19 and HIV. So until next week, uh, we hope that you guys stay safe and bye.